Welcome. We are finally home from the hospital 18 nights later. Probably the most impactful 18 nights of my life. In the beginning of those 18 nights, you know, we're just worried. Is everything okay? Why are we here? Why can't we go home? And there was a low point where the doctors were like, you'll get to go home, but it'll probably be another week after we'd already been there a week. And then they said possibly into the week after that. And you can't get down because if your three-year-old sees you get down, then she gets down and that's a shit show. So my wife and I had to maintain a level of joy and everything's okay attitude in this very confined space with very little stimulation and a certain amount of worry because you're just waiting on test results every day. And then when my daughter's sleeping, there were these constant interruptions all night long to give her meds, check her vitals. I know some of you have been through this kind of thing, but when you go through it, you get real deep with your spirituality. A lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, a lot of getting in alignment with what matters and ejecting all the stuff that doesn't. And through all these 18 nights, there was a turning point. So my daughter was connected to this pole with an IV bag and they had also used that pole to administer antibiotics. Try connecting an active three-year-old to a pole. And after about a week in the hospital, they finally let her off the pole about half the day, which was total freedom. You don't appreciate freedom until you're connected to an IV pole. And each morning, my daughter and I went into the family area and I'd have a delicious breakfast waiting for her. I'd make a coffee in the coffee machine. We'd sit together and have breakfast. And I would see the other parents in that family area who also had children on this floor in the hospital. These are parents who are all dealing with different diagnoses, some a lot more intense than others. But all of these parents were stripped down to their most primal emotions You could just see that on their faces and hear that in their words. And there was this one dad who I got to know really well over these 18 days. He had a lot of tattoos. He was Latino. And he would tell me a story how his wife passed away a few years ago after battling cancer for six years. And he would fly with her all over the country to get the best treatments they could get. He gave everything to his wife to help her get better. And the way he described it to me, it wasn't so much a tragedy as it was part of his journey. He gave her everything. He did everything. And here he was again, his 14-year-old daughter who has Down syndrome. And now she's in the hospital because she's overcoming leukemia. And this guy and his daughter had been in the hospital since July 5th. And he never once complained to me, not once, not even close This was a guy who embraced his loved ones with every chance he has to embrace them. Just to repeat, he lost his wife. He's got a kid with Down syndrome and leukemia on top of that. She's been in the hospital since July 5th. Never complained. Just loving his daughter with all he's got. I did not know that people like this guy actually existed. And every day I would talk to this guy and just admire him. I really think he's a hero. 
so different from the type of people who I thought I admired. I used to think I admired athletes and business leaders and innovators, people who had private jets. I thought I admired those who lived adventures and success, adventures in physicality, adventures in business. But this guy in the hospital was living the ultimate adventure in love, pouring his heart into his family. How dare I tell this guy, we've been in the hospital for 18 nights. He'd been in there for 51 nights. And I watched how he was with his daughter. There was no parent more attentive, more tender, more courageous. That really woke me up. I felt like it was a message saying, look what people are really going through in this world. Look how people show up for their challenges, which are far more extreme than my own. Think carefully about the kind of adventure you're here on earth to live out and share with others. This is an adventure in love. And I realize as difficult as it might sound to you what my family's been going through, it's really not that bad. We're so lucky to have a path through the woods here. We're still deep in it. It's an odyssey that I don't wish on anyone but I'm starting to sense that we're getting through it. Not getting through it like here's the date on the calendar when we cross the finish line. Not getting through it like let's hit these goals. Getting through it like how deeply can we as a family learn to love each other and embrace each other and appreciate each other. A few years ago, I had this really memorable ride in an Uber. And the driver, she was this woman and told me how she just adopted her six-year-old niece because her brother was like a deadbeat parent. And she was telling me she was at an age in life where her kids were older. She was just getting to that point of independence and freedom. And now she was basically starting over with this six-year-old who she adopted. And so she's telling me this story, driving me to the airport. She's starting over as a parent. And then she says, by the way, she's never been so happy because she recently met the man of her dreams and she's so in love. She was not connecting the dots, but in my mind, she opened her heart to this child and in return, she was rewarded with love. That's the idea. Adventures in love. So today we got home from the hospital the four of us sitting around the table for lunch, after all we've been through as a family over the past few months, never have we been more grateful and happier and excited to be together. And I realized there will be more tests and more hospital visits, and I'm sure there'll be moments where I take my wife and children for granted. But one thing I'm clear on now that I was not before I'm not here for business. I'm not here for leadership. I'm not here for fame. I'm here for love and the adventures that are possible when fully committed to that path and not distracted by others. Question for you. Is there someone in your life who you love but who you tend to take for granted? And what is the block or challenge that you feel with this person? What would it mean to embrace 
your adventure in love with this person. Take a moment to get a little more comfortable. After so many nights in the hospital, praying to get where we are today, home. After so many nights praying that love overcomes anything and everything. Because it can and it will if you call upon it. Let's come to our centering thought. Love above me, love below me, love around me, love within me. For a few minutes, I will leave you to relax, to breathe, to meditate. If your attention wanders, love above me, love below me, love around me, love within me. Love above, love below, love around, love within. If your attention wandered, love above me, love below me, love around me, love within me. After 18 nights in a tiny hospital room, we are home together as a family. Never happier in our lives. But it took all of that to get to this. And the turning point was this dad who's been through so much in life, still in the hospital. Somehow he handles it with such courage and strength, never complained. 51 nights in the hospital and counting. I did not know that people like this actually existed. What this guy taught me or reminded me, in some mysterious way, when you put all you've got into love and you hold nothing back, love puts all it's got into you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.